and welcome to another edition of Fitness for All. I'm your host, Cam Jenkins, and the podcast is sponsored by Liebert Fitness. And on today's show, I do have the uh, head trainer and owner of Strength Box, Greg Greg Carver. Welcome to the show, Greg. Thank you very much, Cam. Happy to be here this morning. Perfect. And uh, because uh, we have a mutual friend in Mark Liebert, and as of the taping today, it's actually his birthday. It Uh, is. I sent him a text, sorry to interrupt, about uh, 10 minutes ago, wishing him a happy birthday. (laughs) um, Can you maybe uh, talk about how uh, Mark and you met? Yeah, absolutely. If uh, my memory serves me well. So I know we had first connected on social media because we had a few mutual friends in the fitness industry. And at that time, and this is probably, oh, this would be 11 years ago, I guess, 10 or 11 years ago. And I was aware of the equalizer bars and I had been using some equalizer bars. And then I reached out to him through social media saying that I was opening up a facility in Toronto in East York, uh, and that would be the Strength Box facility. And I was interested in getting some equalizer bars uh, from his company. And uh, Mark, much to my surprise, he messaged me back and said uh, he, he would love to help me out with some equalizer bars and uh, he would like to deliver them in person. Uh, which I didn't really expect. I would hear from the president of the company at the time, you know, coming to deliver them in person. Uh, but he he drove uh, out to my facility in East York and at that time was just newly opened and uh, set me up with a whole bunch of equalizer bars and uh, offered to teach a class. And I thought, what an amazing guy. And so we just, uh, yeah, we've, we've stayed friends over the past 10 years or so. So it's it's been awesome. Absolutely. And can you maybe talk about your journey into fitness and why you got into fitness? Because it is quite remarkable, your story. Well, thanks, Cam. Um, and, uh, yeah, sometimes I have to remember because, you know, time time passes and you have to remember where you came from and why you got into this gig in the first place. And so, you know, I was not – I'm not a typical trainer in, in terms of my background and my past because – I was always kind of the underdog, you know, I was not, uh, you know, in my uh, younger years when I was growing up, I was certainly no one would ever describe me as being athletic. Uh, No one would ever describe me as being strong. Um, You know, I was uh, usually the the last one to be picked in a sports team like that. You know, I always struggle with that kind of stuff because I never really believed in myself. You know, I was kind of into other things. And then, um, and I kind of dismissed it, you know, as something that was just for other people. And it wasn't until, uh, you know, my sort of early adult years, and I got hit with a whole lot of health problems. And some of them were pretty serious. Um, and some of them were just out of the blue. Like I, I had uh, three spontaneous lung collapses, not all at the same time, obviously, but uh, it was like one year and then the next year and then two years later after that, that's all been surgically corrected. Um, But I was hospitalized uh, a number of times uh, for different ailments. And as I grew older, I started to have even more problems that I couldn't even figure out what the root cause was. Like I remember uh, even, you know, as late as my 40s, when I was in my 40s, I struggled with a lot of um, uh, joint pain, feeling of extreme fatigue, uh, and to the point that it was really rough 
just managing day-to-day life, you know, trying to hold down. I had a corporate job at that time and man, I, I felt like an old man. Like I really did. I would wake up in the morning and I feel like I was 90 years old, you know, I was creaking around, you know, how old people move really slowly and nothing just seems fluid. Nothing seems easy. And, and, and the joint pain became almost unbearable and just aches and pains all over, not just in the joints, but all over my body. I kind of felt like I had the flu, like that, those kind of symptoms where you ache everywhere, except it never, ever, ever went away. And I was taking a lot of Advil at the time, like a lot, because it was the only thing that could kind of uh, manage the pain and get me through the day. And of course I was seeking help. I was seeking medical help for it, but, um, it was a real tough one for doctors to solve. And the only real answers I got was, well, keep taking the Advil and come back in another month or so. And we'll, you know, do some more tests. And they were looking at everything from lupus to fibromyalgia to this, to that, to the other thing. And, and, uh, I, I finally just kind of got frustrated and I was thinking, well, this is kind of the way life is going to be, I guess. And, uh, and I, I became aware of, um, uh, there was a, a guy, uh, Bryce Wild is his name, and he's kind of a little bit of an alternative holistic guy in terms of, of holistic health. And I reached out to him and I said, look, I, here's my problem. And he met with me and, and uh, said, Greg, you know, I'm not going to diagnose what your issue is, but uh, let's just try and solve it. And he wanted to start. He said, the problem's in your gut. Like it's, it's your gut. (laughs) And I said, no, it's not. It's my, you know, it's my, that's not what's aching. That's not what's giving me pain. That's not what causing fatigue a little bit. I fought it a bit, but what he was getting at is he needed to sort out inflammation, right? The inflammation that started in my gut and was going through all my body. I was chronically inflamed everywhere. And we figured it's because of all the health challenges I had, which I only really touched on. And my body just kind of went into this state of saying, okay, enough is enough. We're just going to break down because we can't take anymore. And so we changed my diet. Uh, We went to a pretty anti-inflammatory diet. At that time, it was, you know, very low in terms of things like grains, certainly no sugar, a lot of organic stuff, and uh, a lot of supplementation, to be frank, including a lot of omega-3 fatty acids, like good supplements and things and probiotics. And I was skeptical at first, I'm going to tell you, but um, within 45, probably 30 to 60 days, I was a believer because I just, I just felt like a new person. I felt like a, a new man, like all the pain went away. I couldn't believe it. And I thought to myself, you know, maybe part of this is psychosomatic. Like maybe it's just not the diet. Maybe it's not the supplements. Maybe it's just my brain thinking that this is working. Therefore it is, but I didn't care as long as it worked, who cares? Right. So when you have an experience like that, you want to kind of share it with others. And then, uh, you know, he said, okay, Greg, now you got to get back into some kind of exercise program, strength training. And I said, okay, I think I can, because all the time when I was sick, I could, I literally had no energy. I couldn't do anything. Right. So I started again and, um, I discovered late in life, I was actually pretty damn good at this stuff. Like once I was able to do stuff, uh, there was no stopping me. Like there was just no stopping me. And and it's been it's been like that ever since. Every year I just try and keep improving myself. And so that's what ultimately led me to build my community here and to teach other people how to be resilient and how to be strong and how to be mobile and how to re, re, retain their youth, so to speak. 
And for strength box, uh, you do teach or um, basically you talk about or you do the benefits of a primal movement. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and what primal movement is? Sure. And we've evolved, obviously, Cam, since, you know, day one first opening. So, uh, you know, I primal movement, you know, you can call it a, a bunch of different things, natural movement. But I'm just I'm a I'm a big believer in the keeping your body moving the way that nature intended it to move. So, you know, this gets branded as different things, but ultimately humans are designed to walk. We're designed to run. We're designed to jump. We're designed to throw things. We're designed to roll around on the ground. Like if you look at things that little kids do, you know, like they're, they're jumping and they're tumbling and they're running. That's what we need to do as adults, but adults don't do that. Adults sit down and adults stand Right. But a lot of adults even have a hard time connecting with the floor because for a lot of older people, getting down on the floor and getting back up off the floor is a challenge. Right. If you watch old people. Well, that's why we need to practice getting up and getting, you know, getting down and getting back up off of the floor. If you want to retain some semblance of, uh, you know, of youth, those are the kind of movements you need to 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 practice and to train. I see so many adults, Cam, that if I ask them to, to do a jump, like even a, uh, you know, jump 10 inches onto this box, th they're scared. They can't do it because they haven't done it for years. But we should be able to do that stuff. And so that was very much a, a key factor in building this facility here is giving people a place to safely train those movements um, under coaching, right? In a non-intimidating kind of non-judgmental atmosphere where nobody really cares what level you're at, but they care that you come in and you practice this stuff. And so I'm still very much a believer in that stuff, especially the rolling and the ground engagement. I mean, I, I practice that stuff all the time, even hanging off a bar. It's just so good for you. But that doesn't mean I throw out the traditional strength and conditioning too. I still do that. I still love my barbells. I still love my kettlebells. I still love my equalizer bars. I love my pull-up bar. I kind of do it all. And what kind of the equipment uh, that you use at your gym uh, that other people don't necessarily use at theirs? I would say, to be honest, a, a lot, it, you know, when you say gym, I mean, there's a lot of different styles of gyms, obviously. So some may have some of the stuff that we have, some may not. In terms of something that might be very unique, I mean, I have a climbing structure in here that's built out of, you know, red western cedar and maple. And uh, I don't I don't think there's other climbing gyms that have such a structure. It's pretty unique. Um, it was all... Uh, designed by myself and uh, two artists who, and we we reinforced it all with Kevlar uh, inside. So you can't see the Kevlar. It was quite, a, it's actually a work of art. It's pretty neat. There's also a log that hangs from the ceiling from two chains. Um, so that's kind of fun to play around on. See, uh, not just for pull-ups, but see if you can actually get yourself over the log, right? It's like, it's like trying to get over a tree branch. Um, and this one moves too, because it's hanging. So stuff like that, I guess, would be unique. But then there's a lot of stuff that's similar too. You know, we use a lot of kettlebells here. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Russian kettlebells. Um, still like my barbells and dumbbells, all that kind of stuff. Lately, um, I've been into a lot more uh, body weight stuff and calisthenics because I enjoy that. Um, and uh, I find it's very scalable for, for different people. 
Um, so yeah, I try, I try not to be too dogmatic. I try and mix things up. Yeah. And I know that, uh, on your website, the, uh, gregcarver.com, yeah. uh, you do have quite a few, uh, great posts and one of them that uh, I really enjoyed reading was about consistency beats everything. Consistency. Yes, Correct. I 100%. Yeah. That's what people forget, you know, like some people say, "Oh, I just don't feel like training today. I just, you know, sometimes you just got to show up." And it's not necessarily, you know, obviously the intensity matters. Obviously diet matters. Like everything matters. But if there was one thing that's going to get your results, showing up is half the battle it's just it's just making it consistent and that's what you think about a lot of people struggle with that right they struggle with it uh i don't struggle with that anymore because i so look forward to training you know i i kind of changed my thinking about uh, and i don't know when this happened but about how i approach training and that's what i call it training i don't even like the words fitness and workouts almost because sometimes they have negative con connotation so i think of it as practice time i think of it as training time it's my time it's my time to and i've said these words before but it's my time to be creative it's my time to figure out what's my body capable of to today how is it moving today and I just so look forward to that time because we're so distracted now, you know, the, the media, like, you know what it's like, this, this world is crazy. And so if I can take a piece of my day and just dedicate it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And so uh, for me, consistency isn't a problem because it, it's, I look forward to stuff. Um, but for other people, they have to figure out how they can make that work for them. It shouldn't be a sport. It shouldn't be like something you dread. You know what I mean? Like it has to be something that you really enjoy that you look forward to. Oh, absolutely. And how do you make it fun for people that are um, trying to be consistent? And what suggestions do you have for people to try and become consistent? It's very individualized. It's it's hard to generalize because it depends on the reasons why somebody isn't consistent or why someone struggles. I think a lot depends on what level they are. You know, are they a raw beginner or have they been doing it for this uh, long time and they just kind of lost interest? Um, for some people, it's just a matter of uh, making it a priority. And I know it's easy to say schedule it. Yes, we've all heard that these words before, but sometimes you need a you need a trigger. So you say like, uh, okay, you 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 know maybe you're you know you don't get to eat lunch until you've done your workout. Like that that would be a so your lunch is your trigger, right? Because that's your reward. I mean that's just one example, but. There has to be a way of connecting it with something else that's going to actually make you show up and do the work. But I think it's a lot is very highly individualized. No, absolutely. And I think that uh, different things motivate uh, different people. So it does need to be individualized. Yeah, absolutely. and it depends on your goals too, right? Like, and it depends on what it is you're doing. I mean, not everyone's doing the same thing, right? Um, I mean, a lot of people are working out at home right now, right? So people might have Libra bars or they may have this new hit system or some people are doing body weight. Some people do have, uh, you know, a set of weights and our circumstances now are different than say what they were a couple of months ago for sure. So people are facing different challenges now um, that they, they weren't facing before because we have other stresses in our lives. So I think part of it is realizing that this can be a stress reduction tool. You know, if your life is very stressful right now, 
um, it, you know, this it's, it's like, I, th I think of it as kind of, it's, it's almost another form of meditation, but it's not a calming, peaceful meditation. It's one that kind of, you know, gets your heart going and gets the blood pumping, but in a way it contributes to your overall health. So it's kind of like moving meditation. And uh, you mentioned about, um, you know, we are all um, dealing with the COVID-19. Yes. Um, how do you see your approach um, moving forward once this is over and we get back to some sort of normalcy? This is a really difficult question to answer, Cam. It's a really difficult one um, because we don't have guidelines yet, right? We don't have strict guidelines. Um, I think we're fortunate as a facility in one regard because we are small and we are community-based. So our classes here, and we do run classes, they, they've never been busy. I mean, we've been here for 10 years, but it's always a fairly small number of people in here um, that tend to know one another. And so that that's going to help, I think, pe make people feel more comfortable um, because we can certainly limit the number of people in here. We can certainly maintain social distancing. We can certainly do things like you know, watch that people aren't sharing equipment and stuff. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of questions that remain unanswered. Um, and uh, I, I wish I had the answers. Like, to be honest, I wish I had them. But um, I, I, I think it'll take a while before things get and And it makes me, that's causing my stress is kind of like, what is the new normal? And what does it look like? And, and I'm not the only one facing this, you know, this question right now. A lot of us in the industry are going through this. You know, obviously a lot is moving online. Um, and I've been coaching online for quite a number of years now because I've had clients in Mexico, the United States, um, a few in Canada. Most of them have been international. That works for some people. It doesn't work for all people. Um, the problem is that that space right now is very crowded because literally every trainer in the world right now is looking to do online training, right? So it becomes a very crowded space. But then again, the way I look at it is, well, we all have our communities. We all have our connections. Um, so that's where I will start, you know, when, when, uh, if I decide to open my online business up further, I mean, as I said, it exists now, but, um, because I've been guiding people and that, that type of stuff works, I think better if you have specific goals that you're working for. Um, you know, if somebody wants to learn a particular skill or they want to learn something that I'm particularly good at and they want to be able to do it too, then I can help them on their journey. And going with that about helping people on their journey, uh, how can people reach out to you uh, if they do want to, you know, get involved with Strength Box or you uh, specifically? Sure. Well, there's a number of ways. Um, obviously, our facility is still closed right now, but people can connect with me. First of all, I'm on Instagram, so you can follow me there at Greg. I believe it's Greg.Carver on Instagram. Um, you can connect with me through my website at gregcarver.com and there's a place where you can send me a message. Um, and people can email me too, uh, greg at gregcarver.com. It's a pretty simple email address and I do read my emails. And uh, I'm trying to put a little more content out. Oh, I also have a YouTube channel, which I believe is also uh, Greg Carver, you know, YouTube slash Greg Carver. So you'll find me out there. I'm putting a lot more content right, up, right now on YouTube. Uh, so I put a number of follow along workouts, uh, particularly I'm concentrating on things that can be done with body weight. Um, so I've done some beginner body weight exercises. I put up some intermediate calisthenics exercises. Um, I put up, uh, 
uh, sorry, not just exercises, actually routines that people can follow along, and some that also use the uh, the Liebert equipment, like the Liebert equalizer bars, which I think are great, by the way, especially, you know, for people that don't have access to pull-up bars. These are just perfect. I mean, I use them all the time in my training. They're, they're just awesome. <laughs> Mark will be yeah. real pleased to yes. hear about that. Yeah. So. That's one thing. If, if you're on a desert island, you get one of those stupid questions and you could have one piece of equipment, what would it be? Yeah, that would, that would be at the top of my <laughs> list. <laughs> Absolutely. And your um, videos on YouTube, I've uh, watched them, especially the uh, beginner body yes. workout. And it's phenomenal how you have developed that um, just by having the um, you know, the, the word saying uh, one, two, three, yeah. begin, and just you know, the entire video. I love how Thank you. I appreciate that. that. I'm going to do more of those. I like that, especially for beginners. I think it's important. I'm not specifying reps, saying you have to do 10 reps of this. You have to do 30 reps of that. Because for a beginner, I don't know what people's level are. So giving them a time period saying, oh, you've got 60 seconds to do this. Do what you can do. I don't care if it's five or if it's 35. You do what you can do. Just follow along with me. And I'm trying to give tips and things. So uh, yeah, I, I, I plan to put out more content like that. But thank you. I appreciate the comment yeah you're more than welcome and i'll definitely be doing that beginner workout uh probably sometime oh. today so then uh, you need you to send me an email and let me know so. how it goes <laughs> I right. will. well i want to thank uh, greg uh, for you for being on the podcast today for a fitness for all and like i had mentioned it is uh sponsored by Liebert Fitness, and we certainly look to have you on the uh, podcast. Again That'd be great. Hopefully we can delve into, uh, you know, a couple of specific topics and do a little bit of a deeper dive. That would interest me. Absolutely. Love All right. to have you on again. Have a great day, Cam. Thank great. you Thank so you much. Much for being on and, uh, we'll connect you. Yep, you're welcome. Have a great day.